You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast sites like iTunes by searching Nowhere, California. A reminder, Nowhere, California podcast is our old feed, so please subscribe to Nowhere, California, our new feed. Also, you can get your Nowhere, California fix online by going to our official website, NowhereCalifornia.com, and emailing us at Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Ideas from everywhere, voices from nowhere since 2011. Nowhere California is ready to level up by lowering the bar. We are returning to the world of Kickstarter to evolve this production. Stay tuned to NowhereCalifornia.com, Facebook.com, slash Nowhere California, and this podcast for further information. Welcome to Nowhere California Presents, our conversation with Jason Beckwith. Hey everybody, it's Josh, and welcome to another Nowhere California Presents and our continuing coverage of the Long Beach Comic Expo. If you haven't realized that this is the coverage from the Long Beach Comic Expo, you're not really paying attention to it, are you? Anyways, in this installment, we are talking to the creative, the talented Jason Beckwith. He is the man behind multiple independent comic books from Taken Eden to The Tool, just to name a few. And um, it was great to talk with him. This is our second time talking with him because we met him a couple years back at, I believe it was the Long Beach Con or it was another con in general. But it's always fun to cross paths with some people that we've met in the past. And this is not, nothing different here because, as you can tell from the conversation, it was great catching up with him. So without further ado and my rambling, here is our conversation with Jason Beckwith. You have questions, I have answers. What questions do you have that I can answer? Hopefully I have some uh, great questions because we are talking to uh, Jason Beckwith, a good friend from uh, Collins Pass. How's the con been for you so far? So far, the weather's not good. Uh, I'm a little bit under the weather. It was three hours extra for the drive last night from Santa Cruz down. And then... um, Turnout's a little bit lower than I expected. I think, uh, tom- I have a feeling tomorrow the attendance is going to be popping because it's supposed to be a lot clearer the weather tomorrow. Well, let's hope so. That yeah. would be great. That would be great. I think a lot of people decided to stay at home when they uh, woke up and took a look at the weather today. Well, uh, since the last time we talked with you, how have your franchises been going? Uh, to remind everybody the franchises from this man are Taking Eden, The Tool, uh, Chrono Intel, if I'm saying that correctly. Chrono Intel, yeah. Chrono Intel. And... Anarchy Beyond the Walls. I want to make sure I get every title correctly because they're great titles. Thank you. Now, how's everything been going with the, the comics? Everything's been going great with them story-wise. Uh, they're all plugging along. Um, issue 8 of Taking Eden is completely colored. I just have to do the lettering for it. And I'll probably have that at WonderCon. Uh, issue 9 I just wrote, and it's amazing. I'm so happy with the story for issue 9 of Taking Eden. And Taking Eden uh, was uh, basically your launching start, launching title, right? That was my first book. Taking Eden the story of a small town girl who saves up all summer to move to the big city to live with her cousin who's a gothic DJ in a series of nightclubs there. The owner of the nightclubs is a sorcerer who's abducting young women using magic to steal their innocence which he then makes into a recreational drug called Eden. It's a light, happy, whimsical tale. With the other titles, too, um, Tool was another one that really stand out, stood out for me. Uh, how's the, the evolution of that been going? Well, the evolution of the Tool is great. I'm really happy with issue two, which is actually the newest book on my table right now. Uh, it 
the first book is hard to talk about without giving away the story exactly. because it's got a big twist at the end. Yeah, when I read it, it was like, okay, I want it now. <laughs> exactly. And you uh, you really don't get to meet the, or you don't get very much information about the main character in the first issue. The second issue starts with a diary entry, which really give, gave me a way to get into her head and uh, and really introduce who she is, how she feels to, the, to our audience. So uh, the first half of issue two takes place uh, with it within the diary while she has to go on a forced vacation yeah. after her last mission. And then the second part of it, she takes a, um, a corporate espionage gig and actually uh, isn't working for the government, is working for a rival company and uh, and does, of course, a corporate espionage mission. And that, uh, in just the bluntest terms I could put, puts a lot of mainstream TV shows and movies to shame. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's interesting how... Uh, independent publications and just creativity in general can trump the world of mainstream media. Oh, you know, I get into this conversation all the time online because I see so many people that say, oh, I'm so tired of Hollywood reboots. Why are they rehashing the same stuff over and over again? But if you come to a show like this and you look around Artist Alley, there's a ton of guys like me. And yes, it's going to be on a bell curve. Some of it's going to be crap. Some of it's going to be okay. And some of it's going to be great. But it's all different, it's all new, and there's people like me that are working really, really hard to be innovative with our storytelling and uh, and try and get you know new material out there. It, it's just people like or are more comfortable with properties that they already know, uh, intellectual property that they already know. Yeah, you'll see so many people come in here and buy you know, a $100 replica of Captain America's shield and tell me that my $5 comic book is too much. You yeah. know? And, and, and half the time the guy's holding a $9 beer while well, he tells me that. And he probably tipped the guy a buck for it. You know, and here, three guys worked on one issue for six months in order to bring it out to you. Exactly. And, that, and that's kind of the continuing driving force for Nowhere to continue coming to these conventions to talk to people like you, the independently creative minds that continue to bring out this into the world. Well, I have to say, I very much appreciate seeing somebody with the press badge yeah. that doesn't just have a camera taking picture of all the cosplay girls. Uh, there's not enough people doing what you're doing, which is cruising around Artist Alley and talking to the creators. And that's actually the thing we're doing, kind of uh, off the side of this subject. Leading into this con, we were discussing the cosplay coverage. We're like, I don't want to just take pictures. I don't want to do the normal stuff. And we're going to start doing the, the more of an in-depth cosplay spotlight instead of just going, oh, you look hot. I want to know about your piece. I want to know about what it took to build this costume. Your life in cosplay and everything. I don't want to just go, hey, picture. Right, exactly. And there's so much of that. Uh, you know, so many of these guys running around with the cameras just, you know, stopping the girls. But then I try and tell them about my comic book and they don't care. Yeah, it's you know, like, no. And that, that puts the press side of it to shame. Yeah. And, but also, too, gives us more of a solid foundation of, like, we're going to be around longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's um, true. As always, uh, with Nowhere, um, do you have any other projects that are coming down the pipe or are you kind of just sticking with uh, more have, issues of the titles that we've discussed? Right now I have my four titles that I'm working on. Uh, as I said before, Taking Eden is a finite story arc. It has an ending. Um, it, it, issue 18, I'm trying to get to that. This year, I'm not going to be working on the tool in Chrono Intel. They're going to be uh, sitting in the, back burners. In, in the on the back burner while, um, while we get 
four issues uh, of uh, Taking Eden done this year. Nice. Which will get us to our next uh, trade paperback, the second trade paperback, and only six issues away from the ending. Okay. So that's coming. I've got uh, issue one of Anarchy Beyond the Walls. The first issue is actually issue zero, which is a standalone story. It's meant to introduce the characters in the world. Kind of a pilot episode. Exactly. Uh, well, yeah, kind of. But the, the main story is a six-issue arc, and issue number one is now drawn and colored. I, I just need to do the uh, lettering for it. Probably have that at WonderCon in a couple of months. Nice. Uh, the tool, we just came out with issue two, as I, as I was telling you. Chrono Intel issue number two is colored to about page 10, and uh, I'm just waiting on the cover and one pinup for my artist. That book needs to be lettered, and it'll be out as well. So we've got uh, you know more, more coming of everything. Cool, and uh, just give us a reminder where we can find you online, where we can find more about the titles and everything. And any of the titles, I, I base uh, my comic book titles on URL availability, so takingeden.com, uh, anarchybeyondthewalls.com, chronointel.com, jasonbeckwith.com, neverstaticpictures.com, neverstatic.pictures. Uh, there's a lot of ways to get a hold of me. I own a bunch of URLs. Oh, my newest one, which is uh, coming out, I'm hoping to do a series of what it takes to, to go around and do these shows, and also um, what it takes to put a comic book together. So I bought a new URL called 60 Second V-Blogs, nice. and I'm going to start putting some of those together. So they're all going to be really, really short, because that's kind of the attention span of mobile media users Usually. and everything. And, uh, and I'm going to do probably about 15 videos uh, for the launch. That's awesome. And uh, before we wrap everything up, as always, Nowhere California has a particular end question we like to ask everybody. And uh, we're going to pose it again to you. Jason Beckwith, what is your favorite WTF movie moment? WTF movie moment. Wow. Uh, I didn't go with the full name of it since we have young years present. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. WTF moment would be... God, I, I'm just like getting flooded with a whole bunch of oh, yeah. different... That's why I love this question. Different like, <laughs> different like, why did that character do that sort of things, but none of them is really springing out. Oh, I'm flailing here. Uh, Any recent ones? I don't know. Martha? Did that really stop him? I mean, that, that was kind of a weird one. <laughs> uh, was that Why'd you say that name? Was that enough for them to suddenly become friends? Uh, it, 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 that was that was a little contrived. But then, uh, you know, you see, I, I see what Zack Snyder was trying to do there. He was trying to get Death of Superman in there along yeah. with Doomsday and Batman vs. Superman. He was trying to get a lot in that one movie. Like I, I've told them, and I've even mentioned on the podcast, the biggest mistake they did was trying to cram so much story into that movie. Yeah. There should have been a Man of Steel too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Once again, thank you, Jason, for yeah, talking no with problem. us. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming by. Not